How pastors can juggle better coming up on the Better Sundays podcast. Welcome to the Better Sundays podcast, focused, practical, and usable advice for church leaders looking to reach new young families and impact their community. Greetings, greetings, greetings. Mike Holmes here. Good to have you here with our podcast. We are glad to have you here. If you are interested in having better Sundays, you have come to the right place because we're in the business of helping local churches have Sundays, everyone better than the one was before. And uh, every day with Jesus is sweeter than the day before. We figured that every every day with uh, good training and, and the fervency of God and prayer that, that every Sunday can be better than the one before. So anyway, thank you for being with us. If you're joining us here on the Better Sundays podcast, uh, we're grateful for that on the podcast side. We also are running these across onto YouTube now. And if you've not seen these on our YouTube channel from the podcast, head on over to the ReachKeep channel. Uh, just go to ReachKeep. Uh, when you're typing in channels on uh, YouTube, you'll be able to find us real easy. If you're finding us on YouTube, you can head over and subscribe at a podcast as well, whatever your favorite podcast catcher happens to be. Uh, so anyway, God bless you. Good to have you here. Uh, first time for you. Uh, we are covering a topic called How Pastors Can Juggle Better. Now, you didn't know pastors were uh, acrobats and jugglers and, and some of that, but I'm telling you what, amongst all the people in the world that can juggle things, I think preachers can do it better uh, than about anybody else. And so we're going to talk about how to be a better and better and better at being uh, juggling. So that's what we're covering today. Uh, first time folks here, my name is Mike. I am the uh, founding pastor of the Sinclair Baptist Church, and I'm thrilled to be with you and be able to do this online training for you. Uh, if you're watching this live, uh, you can hit, well, actually, if you're watching it about anywhere, I think you can hit a like button, and uh, we appreciate that. And just smash that thing down. That's good. Uh, the thumbs up button, I think it is on YouTube uh, or on your podcast thing. You can share it however you'd like. If you find this good stuff and you know other pre preachers that need the, this type of encouragement and, and uh, organizational uh, thinking concerning you know how to juggle and put things together and how to manage the church, uh, we're not really talking about your doctrine. We're not changing your philosophy, uh, but we are giving you some practical things uh, to help you to reach new young families. And if you find this helpful, please share that with someone else or at least uh, subscribe. Uh, when you subscribe on YouTube, I tell you what, that helps us so much. Uh, gets us up where we need to be. Uh, we're thankful for that. So I've got quite a few things we're going to cover here today. As you know, and may be known if you're one of our regular listeners, this is our one year anniversary. Uh, we've been podcasting uh, the Better Sundays podcast for one year. We have quite a few other podcasts we've done uh, over the last six or seven years, but never as consistent as we wanted to. But this is uh, Mark's one year of all the way through every single week. We've uh, been talking to you and becoming your friend and you become our friends. And we appreciate the feedback. And you can always send me a note at info at reachkeep.com. That's just I-N-F-O, info, reachkeep.com. I have a lot of folks that uh, uh, Stay in touch. This morning, one of my students just sent me some Bible verses of encouragement. And it's like, oh, that is so great. I really appreciate that. So I love staying in touch with you on those type of things. So a lot of information. Let's just jump right into it in our one-year anniversary. We are summarizing some things that we've done over the last year. And one of the things that really occurred to me after watching, I've been in several churches the last few weeks, uh, is just how much 
uh, multitasking goes on, that a pastor has to, to really kind of do a bunch of things and do them well. And when they just excel at one and maybe not the other, then things kind of wane a little bit. And we're here really to help you to be that multitasker, to be the one that juggles, because you really have to be. In the world that we live in, um, the pastor of a church, or the, the, the church leader there, has to be, number one, known for anyway, I'm not sure if this is in in order of importance or not, but it's but they have to be a public speaker. They have to be able to basically stand up and and communicate and be able to give out information from the Bible, obviously, uh, in a clear and concise, memorable way. And so they have to be able to take the the verses and kind of what we call give the sense and and project that out there. And if you have... uh, uh, if you're one of the persons that does it, you know that you spend hours and hours and hours every week preparing uh, for that. But you also know that is not the only thing that you do. There are some other things you have to do. If you are a pastor, you have to do that, what we call pastoring. You got to do that pastoral care and that that shepherding. And, and uh, you got to have a certain amount of people skills that are in there. And what, what we learn is we have to kind of juggle those things. And, and you kind of have to like, you know, get a hospital visit in and talk to people after services and kind of counsel them through some of the things that you've talked about because sometimes they don't understand it and sometimes there's pushback, sometimes there's just misunderstanding, sometimes they're just like, you know, maturity issues, they're trying to figure things out. But you need to kind of nurture them and bring them through. And that is multitasking with the speaking. If it were all just speaking, it would be easy. Uh, if it were all just pastoral care, it would be easy. But there's actually like a third thing that's in there, and that is the whole idea of leading the sheep or the management. We feed the sheep, but we also lead the sheep. And, and that is all the stuff that has to do with, with managing the church. And I mean, everything from, you know, uh, your volunteers to, uh, and, and I know we don't like this word, but some a level of marketing and promotion. In other words, hey, come next Sunday, or we're going to go out and go visiting and invite people to come to church. And, you know, uh, this is what we're going to be teaching under in Christmas. And we got to organize a kids program. And we got to have Sunday schools going different directions and curriculum for that and organizing the nursery and and soon we find out that a pastor is truly a juggler now the illustration that i heard years ago and and, uh, you know juggling is where you have you know several balls in the air that's good but the the one that one pastor told me is about the the guy that spins the plates i think is a form of juggling but you spin the plate and you get it going on a little stick and then you spin another plate on this stick and then you spin another plate and you get all the these little plates spinning on these sticks and you probably have seen it there's guys that can do you know all sorts of and they keep spinning them and all that and it's very hard to do that for sure is what is going on and we want to talk about how you can be better at doing that now some of the things that we've talked about over the effect in the first season that we did was the first 25 podcasts and you can go back and go through season one if you go to uh, our feed there and look at it you go down to season one you'll find that we covered several different really important important things. We covered the idea of atmosphere, okay, and, and and these are what we call the three essentials. Your church has to have the right kind of atmosphere. You can't walk into a nasty atmosphere and, ugh, you know, you don't want to be back. You know, if you've ever been in a store or a restaurant, you're just like, ooh, this is not, not going to be a good experience. That can happen in a church too. You can also walk into a restaurant or a place or a theater or something like that and go, oh, this is going to be cool. This is going to be awesome. And it's a wonderful atmosphere. 
and we need to be working on making a good atmosphere. We And we talked all about that. We have several, probably a dozen podcasts on dealing with atmosphere specifically. We also deal with the idea of family solutions. And this is another essential where we have to, as, as people come to the church, we have to give them, we have to solve problems. Every Sunday, solve a problem. That's one of our, our little models that we have here. So, you know, we try to, you know, give them solutions all the time. And that deals much more with the preaching where the atmosphere deals much more with you know kind of the management stuff and then there is the all the relational stuff that that kind of falls in and fills in the cracks because you know relational things people can come up to you and in a matter of a few sentences suddenly you are drug into a huge gigantic problem that is taking you far far away uh, I was with a pastor once and he had a guy come up to him after the service said pastor can I talk after church and like yes you can and so after church they kind of sat down up there in the front pew and the the guy confessed to murdering like 11 people. <laughs> it was like, whoa. Now, part of the backstory is this was quite a few years ago, and the guy was in the underground, and he worked for the U.S. government, and it was actually a part of the, he was an old, old guy, and it was part of um, the, the leftover World War II. It was like Cold War stuff, and he was a spy, and he was like, knocking off people like in the movies you know and he was now got saved and was feeling guilty about it and the pastor of course had to deal with all that but in a sentence or two all of a sudden your whole life can change and you have to be good at relationships and how to like okay we'll talk about that tomorrow uh you know you know let's hold on to that murder thought and let's cover that in a few days um but anyway, you have to be good at all that. And if we're going to have those essentials, the atmosphere, the family solutions, and be deep into relationships with people, you've got to learn to be a master juggler. And how do we do that? How do we get that? What makes a juggler guy able to do that? Well, let me say something. If you're a plate spinner and you're in the circus and you were like really good at it, there's something that I'm sure happens somewhere in the plate spinning career and that is they have to practice and they have to have what we would call dedicated training time if you're a plate spinner i'm sure that every morning you get up okay seven o'clock let's start with little plates and let's do big plates and let's do tall sticks and let's do short sticks and and you probably have a mentor that said hey all right your your, your wrist is bent a little bit wrong there you need to spin them a little better here can't let them get too slow you got to do this and there would be what we call dedicated training time and what we have found is in every church where a guy is successful at multitasking, where someone is a good speaker, they're good at pastoral, they're good at all that leading, that management, all that relational stuff, is that they have a dedicated time where they are doing training where they are, are listening and, and growing or reading a book or whatever. And it is not just for the particular sermon that is coming next week, that kind of study, but it is the longer term study. In fact, you're doing it now. You're listening to a podcast or you're watching a YouTube video that probably has very little to do with what you're going to speak on, you know, this at midweek service or speak on your next Sunday service or whatever. But you are in the process of sharpening up right now by watching a YouTube video, by listening to a podcast, by multi, you're probably maybe driving while you're doing this. Uh, you know, it could be if you're listening to it, uh, you are doing that. And Reach Keep is in, that's what we've done for the last year. Actually, Reach Keep has been around for about 
10, 10 or more years. Um, we, we have been in the business of providing that work on it type of stuff rather than work in it. I don't really give, t- I don't give tips on how to preach a particular sermon illustration or this or that, but we do things like right now, we have a, a, a thing going out uh, on a sermon series, how to produce a sermon series, how to produce a out sermon outlines, how to get better at what you're doing. Having that dedicated training time is what, re- that's, the, that's where reach keep, that's where we hang our hat in the dedicated training time area. And I can tell you, if you're going to be the pastor that juggles the plates and spin the plates and all that just like a plate spinner they probably went to plate spinning school and spent all sorts of hours doing that kind of stuff you need to be involved in 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 spending time doing dedicated training and if you're the kind of person that craves it that loves self-improvement you have found reach keep to be your friend we are here to help you to do that and not only for you but for sunday school teachers as well we have a youtube channel uh you know our reach keep channel has a whole bunch of stuff uh a playlist just dedicated for sunday school teachers that learn how to be better teachers and again we don't necessarily teach a nitty-gritty lesson like how to teach a particular lesson but we teach you how to teach a how to teach concepts better how to review better how to engage your children better how to get them to pay attention better all of those kind of things so this whole multitasking thing is really where we're involved reach keep provides a a variety of different things not only are you watching and listening to one now youtube uh, or the podcast but we have webinars Got one working on, in fact, I'm recording a webinar tomorrow. Okay, we got a webinar coming up this week. We're doing one on, on uh, Thursday and then doing another one on Saturday. Uh, we have a big conference coming up uh, where, where we spend time, uh, you know, teaching deeper, longer things. We have like 90 minute long sessions, okay, on how to, uh, you know, engage with your first time guests. And how to really connect with them, and and what what are the, some of the techniques that that are, that work, that are proven, that work, and we're going to go through and, and deal with that. We do that at our conferences. So there's lots of training kind of things that you that we have. We also have the the, the, the ReachKeep also has uh, academy stuff where you can sign up and be involved in our academy. And every month, and every actually, you get a whole boatload of videos that you get to watch, and then you just get to keep on uh, you know digging into stuff. And and, and uh, uh, you know, having stuff come to you that you're constantly using for improvement in your church, uh, and, and not for necessarily for that one sermon. It's not like an illustration on faithfulness or an illustration on, you know, uh, you know, giving or whatever it happens to be. But we're teaching you how to find illustrations. We're teaching you how to communicate better. So, uh, ReachKeep is in the business, like I say, webinars, conferences, that type of stuff. Now, I want to give you though something practical that will help you. Okay. Um, enough about me. This is about you. I want to talk about something, and this has worked for me personally. How I've done this is, is some things that will help you to be a better juggler. So here's the practical things uh, for, for to, to get that dedicated kind of training time. Is number one, have a weekly habit for personal development. Let me say that again. You need a weekly habit for personal development. 
In other words, there needs to be a time during the week, and it might need to be like Tuesday night from 9 o'clock to 10, okay? Or it might be Wednesday morning, or it might be Sunday afternoons. It might be Sunday nights. That worked really good for me for a while. Everything was done, and I was like, I really need to sharpen up. Oh, Lord, my Sunday needed help, and how am I going to do this? And on Sunday night, I would go home and do some personal development things, and I would watch YouTube. I signed up for some courses. I did some online classes, uh, things along that line, but finally... Find a weekly time and make it a weekly habit. You every every uh, what, what do they say seven days without whatever makes one week. Uh, seven days without personal development makes one week. You will be weak. You will not be strong. Also, adding to that is have a time of daily. Um, we have daily devotions. I think we need a, you know, the daily devos, we call it. Uh, you need a, a, a daily PDEV, which would be PDEV, personal development. Every time, every day you need something. Maybe it's first thing in the morning after your devotions, you kind of listen, you know, hit the YouTube channel, listen to a podcast. Maybe it's while you're driving to pick your kids up from school or you have a certain route that you have to do or whatever, but make it a daily thing so that you are not only doing something weekly, but you are doing it. And then the last one, and this one is the hardest one to do, but it makes the biggest experience, okay, is there needs to be some longer times of training in your life. These would be like when you go away for a conference. This would be where, or if you purchase online, a lot of people do online training now. In fact, online training is going crazy, okay, we've been doing it for years, um, but online training is being very popular now, but where you actually schedule a time and do that. So like we have a conference coming up in September uh, 2nd and 3rd. Uh, you, you schedule something, you schedule yourself to be there. And what makes the conference good, what makes that personal development time good is when there is personal sacrifice involved in making that happen. In other words, a few years back, I went to a conference. I had to drive all the way to Denver, had to hop on a plane. I had to fly halfway across the country. I had to rent a car. I had to go to a place. I had to get a hotel. But let me tell you something. When I got to that place, man, after all the work, I was putting my finger to pen to the notes. I took every note I could. I stayed up late. I talked to every speaker afterwards. I hung around afterwards, went and personally talked to, uh, you know, a bunch of uh, these folks and, and got every little tidbit I could because I had put personal sacrifice into it. It had cost me a, a day of driving. For us, we're a long ways from an airport. It's a day to get down to an airport. It's a day of flying. It's a rental car experience. It's a hotel. Hell, I mean, I remember <laughs> I went to this conference once and there was no cars to be rented. I had a rent like a cargo van. I rented a cargo van to get to this conference. And when I got up there, there was no hotels to be rented because of some other big things going on in the area. And I slept in the back of a cargo van and, you know, went into the place and kind of cleaned up in the morning. But the personal sacrifice went into it. But because I'm driving, I had to park way in the back because of the big old cargo van. I was embarrassed for people. Let's see people, me uh, drive the thing but I got the cargo van I slept in the cargo van but I'm telling you what did it make a difference in my life okay the things that I did and your personal development your, your, your dedicated training time if there is sacrifice associated with it 
In other words, you got to drive a long ways, or you got to pay some money, or you got to block off a schedule. You got to say, I am not doing this on that day because I'm going to do this on that day. And you might have to break some schedule. You might have to say, hey, could you cover my, my Wednesday night for me? Hey, could you cover my, my visitation stuff that I'm doing because I'm going to do some personal training. When you start to do that, you learn more when sacrifices involved is the bottom line. When you, some of you went to seminary, you understand what it means. You left your job, you quit your career and you went and studied for the ministry. And when you went to study for, go to study for that ministry, you soaked in every single class. You got every little thing you could possibly. That needs to continue throughout. You need to be a lifelong learner and you need to put more and more into that. When you put more into it, you get more out of it. That is the bottom, the bottom line with personal development. And so uh, I want to encourage you Okay, and I want to encourage you to do these things. Create this weekly habit for training. Make sure you have some daily doses of of personal development in there that you put. And then the biggies, okay, whether those are cutting off a big schedule or putting, you know, changing your, your, you know, money thing. In other words, you got to put money into go to a conference or money to, you know, do something like what we offer. And we'd love to have you involved. And I can tell you the people that put sacrifice into it, uh, they get so much more out of it. That is the bottom line. There's a, you could probably find everything you ever need in the entire world for free. If you go to, you know, libraries, online stuff, YouTube, all that. You can probably find it all. But when you take time to focus and sacrifice time and money or get away, what's worked good for me too is I've got like a hotel in a town a couple hours away or something. And I've gone there and then I had an online class and I sat in a hotel for like two days and all I did was study. It was so good for me. And it cost me a couple nights for the hotel bills, but I was able to focus. And that's what I want to challenge you with. And I'd like for you to go back to season one, if you'd like, really focus on those essentials, the the atmosphere, the, you know, the whole thing that has to do with family solutions, and then our uh, the entire idea that we have about um, you know relationships and the high-touch stuff. That would be a great thing. Just listen, binge listen to those. Or you can join our, our academy. Uh, it's we have an opening coming up in the academy uh, coming up here in September. We'd love to have you uh, hop on board. We'd love to have you at our conference. We'd love to have you, you know, come to our webinars and make sacrifices. That's what's going to help you grow. It worked for me. It's going to work for you as well. So anyway, it's Mr. Mike here. I have been doing this for one year now with you guys on the Better Sundays podcast, and I am thrilled. If you're a YouTuber, uh, thank you for being with us here. Jump onto some of the other YouTube channels and take it. It's all the same channel, the Reach Keep channel. But look at some of the other playlists there. We have some church helps. We have Five Minutes to Better Sundays, and we have basically a lot of good stuff for our uh, Sunday school teachers right now. And then we, uh, of course, also have a couple conferences and things coming up. If you're not subscribed uh, to any of our stuff, uh, you can uh, go to the reachkeep.com uh, uh, and uh, on the sidebar, there's a couple different things you can sign up for. I'm, I'm sorry I didn't have that ready for you. That just popped into my head. Uh, but we'd love to have you uh, signed up. And, and uh, last week we did the thing on 19 different ways of an- bringing anticipation. We had a free handout for you. We'll get you the free handout. So uh, anyway, God bless you. We love you guys. Uh, thank you so much. Don't forget info at reachkeep.com if you got questions. And we will uh, see you next time. Uh, make sure you hit one of our webinars or conferences, and we will catch you there. So God bless. We'll see you later.
Poder. All right, Mike here back in studio with just a quick announcement. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to us today. Look forward to seeing you again next week. As we mentioned in the podcast, we have two really big things coming up. Academy-level training. This is deep-dive type of training where we spend a lot of time going through a lot of in-depth things. And if you're one of those that we talked about, a uh, self-improvement uh, guy craving to learn whatever, this is, is going to be for you. Our webinars are on the 12th and the 14th, and you can go to reachkeep.com and find information about those. Uh, and then in a few days, we'll have some links up for you and make sure that we get you uh, signed up for uh, the regular uh, conference that is coming up. It is a full-blown four-step conference to help you really get people back to church and and get going into the fall. And uh, we're doing everything we can to uh, kind of give you the very best training. Been working on it for a couple of months now, the content. Very excited. So God bless. Look forward to seeing you there. Uh, make sure that you register for those. And again, all of those have replay features. Uh, so you'll be able to uh, get to them after uh, that you have signed up if you can't be there at the actual live event. So uh, God bless, and we'll see you there on the sign-up list. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.